Who gatekeeps the gatekeepers? Does the gatekeeper of gatekeepers gatekeep himself? Takeaways First, gatekeeping is usually done to preserve individual status rather than group status, and should be avoided. Second, cost of capital and illiquidity spirals are linked in a feedback loop. Third, feature post by Vicky Boykus on how we should pay attention to the man behind the AI curtain. 1. Gatekeeping for group versus individual status You've seen this before. A beginner, starry-eyed and bushy-tailed, will come looking for advice on how to get started in a subject. And a host of experts will emerge from the depths to tell them it can't be done, that they should go back and spend years learning the prerequisites, and they should be embarrassed for asking the question in the first place. The nerve of some people, thinking they could avoid paying their dues. With some experts even finding things to complain about when others launch courses to help beginners do just that. We encounter gatekeeping all the time, and it's mostly done to preserve status. There are some valid forms of gatekeeping, and I'll come to that in a bit. But it's nearly always done to exclude people and be mean. Funnily enough, the gatekeepers never seem to realize that they could be excluded too. For example, you could say that you can't start machine learning unless you learn calculus, statistics, and linear algebra, just like the commenter on screen. And you could also say that you can't start linear algebra unless you learn group theory, how matrices are a ring, and when to work with linear groups or not. And you could gatekeep further and say that the above depends on set theory, Peano axioms, and philosophy. Wonder how much of that the commenter spent his undergrad studying. If we wanted to, we could gatekeep anything. We'd also never get anywhere since we'd never get started. There are valid forms of gatekeeping. If you're excluding someone because they would be harmful to the community, that's reasonable. For example, if you're building a group of video gamers, and you get a membership request from someone who wants to ban video games, it probably doesn't make sense to accept her in. More often though, gatekeeping is an attempt by individuals in the in-group to maintain their status, as if they somehow lose out the more people know what they know. It comes from a place of insecurity, from people afraid to let others realize what they do can be done by others too. As I wrote about last month, that's like shorting the lottery, and probably a bad idea. For example, the Impressionist painters were all gate-kept when they first started, but look at their influence in art now. Now, note that the gatekeepers aren't totally wrong. In fact, their suggestions often make sense. For example, it would be tremendously helpful to know linear algebra while studying machine learning. And if you want to become an expert, you have to master all the math required. But artificially preventing people from starting a subject doesn't help anyone. A better response would have been, yes, here's some simpler courses to get started, come back and revisit the fundamentals after. Enable rather than disable. If you've been biased towards gatekeeping, I'd encourage thinking about whether you're helping the community, or helping yourself. If you've self-selected into reading this newsletter, you can do better. Fields are large enough that the more people pursuing them the better. It's rarely, if ever, a zero-sum game, and more of an infinite game. By being open-minded and accepting of beginners, we can grow the entire pie and have more for ourselves. That's how we can drive progress as individuals. How we have our cake and eat it too. Open more gates, and be kind.